Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Today we've got a crazy story of an entitled parent giving away someone's cat. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, Entitled Stepdad wants order dropped. I haven't seen him in a long time and or talked to him because he's cut out of my life. My stepfather demanded I drop the order. The thing is, the protective order was finalized. So he told a family member his sob story about how he was a good father to me and it wasn't fair that I hate him for no reason, that I'm excluding him from my life because he was the only one who told me no to things. He told our family members that I was an out-of-control teenager, that I was known to make up stories. That family member said I should get the order dropped and give him another chance and to unblock him. Then I told the family member the whole situation and story. She apologized for giving me any trouble, and she said she'll listen to my side next time before assuming things. Unbelievable. I think that family member needs to take a long, hard look at themselves and realize how easily gullible they are. The fact that they can just be told these things and take it at face value without even thinking that, hey, there might be two sides to the story. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my parents try to guilt me into having kids. My parents are constantly trying to guilt me into having kids. My husband and I have told them several times that at this point in our lives, we don't want kids and are happy without them. We're both very successful in our careers and involved in our community, and my parents don't seem to understand how hurtful it is to act like we aren't good enough unless we have kids when we've worked so hard to get what we have. They went as far as to say that they've decided to downsize their home because there's no point in living in a big house if they don't have grandkids implying it's my fault that they'll be leaving my childhood home. Almost every conversation I have with them goes back to, when are you having kids? I'm so fed up. How do other non-kid people deal with this? Honestly, I think most people that deal with this deal with it by cutting back contact or going no contact. Who wants to put up with anybody, parents or not, that is just overbearing and can't get past a simple subject? Our next story is, my father-in-law is trying to exclude me from my own pregnancy. After being engaged for the last two months, I found out that I was pregnant. Because it was unexpected and a very personal thing for me, I decided not to tell anyone but my fiancé until the second trimester. We've now told family and close friends, who have shown nothing but support and excitement for everyone's first grandbaby. I still do not plan on announcing my baby to the world or on social media anytime soon personal preference. However, last night we told my fiancé's father, and to say him and I don't have the best relationship would be an understatement. For example, whenever my fiancé isn't around, he'll make statements such as, you have birthing hips, and other commentary about my looks or mention my fiancé's ex. To top it off, when we got engaged, he didn't congratulate us once and instead bragged to his friends and family about how my fiancé just got a new job and graduated from college. Last night we told him I was pregnant, 
and he made the entire subject about himself and my fiance, saying, Finally a boy to continue our bloodline. I can't wait to watch him at sports practices. We don't know the gender yet. And the entire time my father-in-law talked about how my fiance is going to be such a great father. Not a single congratulations to me. And when his girlfriend mentioned buying baby clothes, he would cut her off and say, Yeah, with what money? My money? But what really irritated me was the fact that he got mad at me for waiting so long to tell him and wanted to know why he couldn't tell everyone about it and share it on Facebook yet, even texting me about it after I left. The entire time we were there, he referred to the baby as my fiancé's and told us our lives were over and that we'll resent the kid. But at the same time, my father-in-law wants to watch the child for weeks at a time. He believes he's entitled to be in the room when the baby is born, if he wishes to. When I told my father-in-law I only wanted my fiancé in there, he told me that it wasn't my decision and I needed to include everyone in this experience. Let's just say my fiancé and I have had a long talk since then, and for my sanity, my father-in-law will not be seeing me or the child for a very long time. I just hope for OP's sake that this father-in-law doesn't try anything funny. For somebody that says, no, you don't get to choose. You have to include me. I hope that he isn't going to try to do some showing up out of the blue type thing. Our next story is, you have to engage with my kid. Do anyone else feel like parents act entitled towards how we should behave with their kids? Don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm antisocial or anything. I smile to kids and try to be pleasant, but I never feel the urge to hold the kid. Like, I literally feel like taking only one kid in my hands. That's my niece. But before that, at every family gathering or gathering of any sort, people would push me to take their kids. These parents ask the kids if they want to come with me and, irrespective of answer, try to hand them over. Never asks me if I want to take the kid. I don't. And if the kids are a little bit older, they expect us to entertain them. As a kid, I was repeatedly asked by parents of other kids to play with them. Mind you, we're talking about 10-year-old me and 2-3-year-old kids, and when I refused, I was called lazy and scolded. Even now, I see parents just walking up to me and ask to entertain their kids, hang out with them, take care of them, etc. At this point, I'm called antisocial because I don't want to entertain kids or hold them. So, I'm left to consider this. Why do these people feel it's okay to do that? Where does this entitlement come from? I need to add that I'm someone who likes bright colors, smiles, and plays a lot, so kids actually love me. While I don't like the attention, I still end up entertaining them so as to not cause them disappointment. It's the parents' attitude that bothers me. This is just all on the parents. I don't know if like the parents want to try to have a break or whatever, but it definitely doesn't fall on OP's shoulders to pick up the slack or to play birthday clown and entertain some kids for a while. You're definitely not antisocial for having boundaries. Our next story is parents overstepping. I'm 28. I lived on my own for two years. Just last month, I moved in with my boyfriend. My parents have always hated me not living with them. When I moved out a few years ago, my dad told me to stay at their house because I wasn't ready to live on my own. When I had to move suddenly last month, they were the only people who could have helped me move. My parents suggested a few times that Instead of living with my boyfriend, I could go live rent-free in their house. The thing of it is, I loathed that house. I love my mom always, and I love my dad now, but he was abusive growing up mentally and sometimes physically. 
That house is so full of terrible memories, I cannot live there. Also, I'm a firefighter, so I have to live somewhat close to the station to be able to respond to calls. I don't know why they're always like this. Does anyone else have a similar problem? I wonder if this is like a controlling behavior. Like, they have more say over what you do in your life when you're living with them. Either that or maybe they, like, want to use your help more. Maybe it's easier to have you pick up a lot of their slack. Our next story is, my mom says I make no effort. My parents live about 5 hours away from us by car, and we have a toddler, 20 months, so as you can imagine, we don't take trips very often, because she absolutely loathes long car rides. We drove an hour away last weekend for a family get-together on significant other side, and we had to make a stop because she was so upset. And yes, we tried all the things. She just hates being in the car, and it's been this way since she was a young baby. Anyway, my mom has been badgering us to come visit them because it's our turn since they came to us for Easter. I, on the other hand, just don't want to because we have a lot going on and mostly because traveling with our toddler is really difficult. This turned into a huge argument about how I don't make any effort to see them and that I'm keeping her from our daughter and that's not the case at all. I then told her that I FaceTime almost every day and send her numerous pictures and videos on a daily basis. So the whole lack of effort argument is invalid. So of course she brings up the fact that I'm not the only one who has a toddler who hates the car and that I should just suck it up and deal with it. Then the argument took a turn and she started bringing up how I didn't do anything for her for Mother's Day and that I didn't contribute to the group gifts my siblings got her. I got her something else, but it wasn't enough and that she was disappointed to see that my name wasn't on their gift. Honestly, at this point, I don't even want to freaking go see her because of this BS. Why does she act this way? Why the freak would I want my daughter to have a relationship with someone like this? It's so disheartening. I'll always love my mom, but I'm considering taking a step back from my relationship with her because she clearly doesn't respect me. It sucks and it probably hurts, but... I kind of do think it's the answer. I mean, she's just not respecting anything. Doesn't take into concern your concerns and your issues and the realities of why you aren't going. Our next story is, today I saw a woman on her phone told her toddler to pee on the street and some bystanders said there's a restroom nearby. She immediately scolded her kid when she's the one who told her to do it in the first place. I feel so bad for that little girl because her pants were soaking wet with pee and the mom couldn't be bothered to take her into the restroom. Some bystanders were watching the whole event unfold, told her to take the kid in the restroom nearby. Since she was too busy on her phone, she pretended to be shocked as she didn't notice the sign in huge bold letters for the restroom. She told her kid to stand up and pull her pants up she was already squatting on the sidewalk peeing, and scolded her for acting like a dog. One old lady who called for her attention said she shouldn't scold her child like that as it's her fault for not putting diapers on her. She looks like three or four years old or tending to her needs to pee before she busied herself with her phone. The mom reacted and screamed to not judge her and mind their own business. The old lady reacted and said that if she helped her kid to the toilet, this wouldn't happen. She viewed her kid peeing on her pants in public because her mom couldn't take off her eyes from the phone was an attack on her character. Yes, it's an insult to you as a parent and as a human being. I can't imagine letting a young child pee herself because her mom couldn't be bothered. 
Some people doesn't deserve to be parents at all. Not only is this parent awful for not tending to their kids' needs, but telling their three or four year old kid to do that on a public street in front of other people who can just call you out like that? Why expect your kid to do that in front of everybody like that? That's horrendous. This next story is, my car damaged, entitled mother decides to pocket the money. So I was making car payments, paying insurance premiums on a group policy, both in my mother's name. Car title couldn't be transferred until I paid the car off, said car was damaged. Entitled mother told me to shop around for the highest estimate to get it repaired, so I did. The other party's insurance finally sent the check for the repair. Entitled mother told me she had it, technically she was the owner of the car at the time and the insurance was on her group policy. Mind you, I paid my share every time the insurance needed renewed and at the time, she claimed my rates were the cheapest on the policy. I told Entitled Mother I'd have to wait until summer to get the car fixed because I have children in school and they rely on me for transportation. She assured me she has it and wants to give it to me but first I need to get the insurance in my name and pay off the car. I told her none of that needs to be done before the car gets fixed but she insisted. So about a year goes by as I made the payments and switched to my own insurance. Afterwards I told her I need the repair money to get the car fixed. Entitled mother claimed she doesn't have it anymore. After all, it's been over a year, which means legally I can't sue. I told her to get the money because she's not entitled to it when I made the payments. She blocked my number, threatened to call the police if I show up to her house, and told me I need mental health treatment. How convenient. Basically, her relationships with her own child and grandkids weren't worth 1100 bucks. That's all it took to stab us all in the back. This is incredibly depressing, but sadly, I don't think OP has a leg to stand on in the eyes of the law. I mean, considering the insurance policy and the title of the car, OP's really probably not going to have any claim to it. But in kind of a sad way, at least their true colors were shown and they know where things lie. This next story is, Mama said she's going to rehome my cat. This is a rant and a very long and messy one, so bear with me. I'm very upset. So today was ugly. Me and my mama got into an argument because my grandmother, who lives with me and my husband, keeps letting cats out of the house, even though I've asked her many times to please make sure they stay in when she opens the door. When they're let out, they're gone for weeks or more at a time and come back with fleas, ear mites, and are always hungry. I noticed she had let them out today on my ring doorbell camera on our porch. She did this while I was at work. She claims she was letting my dog in, I have two cats and a dog, but my dog was nowhere to be found on the recording and I can see my entire front yard with the camera. Anyway, I find time to call her, upset, and ask how she managed to let my cats out. She yells to me to freak the cats over the phone and then abruptly hangs the phone up in my ear. My mom then calls me a few minutes later and tells me she's going to find a new home for my cats when the cats come back because she's tired of the attitude I give my grandma over all of this. She also says she's disowning me, that I don't care about her or my grandma, and a bunch of other nonsense. Let me clarify that my mom moved out to be with another man a few years ago and left me to care for my grandma. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. 
Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I help her get a bath, cook for her, do her laundry, etc. I also want to point out that my grandma is slightly disabled, but not to the point where it greatly affects her life. So I've done this for about four years now without saying much. I also pay all of the utilities, me and my husband's car insurance policies, joint policy, and me and him split food costs 50-50, and I pay 100% of everything regarding my fur babies. The only thing I make her pay out of her check is the mortgage, since she lives there, her landline phone, I pay my own cell phone bill and my husband pays his, and all of her other bills, her health insurance, etc. The mortgage is also jointly in my name and hers. I refinanced it last year and gave her a right to survivorship to the house, meaning she's free to live with me as long as she's alive. My mom has treated me this way in my entire life, and I'm honestly so tired of her and my grandma's mental abuse towards me. If I could afford to move out, me and my husband along with our fur babies would be gone. I'd hate to leave my grandma when she could use some help, but the way they treat me is horrible. I just feel so disrespected right now. What sucks here is it sounds like OP does a lot to hold things together and they're really not getting any kind of respect. I mean, to be clear, sometimes when you open that door, for whatever reason, the cats can be shifty. I'm sure the cats can get shifty sometimes and it just takes an apology. Like, yeah, it sucks, but if it happened by accident, just apologize. Why do you gotta double down on the hatred and blow everything up to be so nuclear? Our next story is, I live with a narcissist and I can't do this anymore. I, female 22, am the only child of my parents, male 53, female 50. My dad passed away 3 or 4 years ago. He was the parent I was closest to. I did everything with him and we shared the same interest. He also did a lot of things in the name of discipline. Discipline instrument of choice was a belt. It could be the littlest thing from misbehavior to academics. I'd be hurt. I still loved slash love him regardless. Where I'm from, I'm not a US resident. It's pretty normal to discipline your child that way. Growing up, I lived a comfortable life and my dad did almost everything for me. My mom, on the other hand, was almost never around as she was always pursuing higher education. So we weren't friends and never saw eye to eye. We spent family time together and spent time together generally, but I didn't have the same bond that I had with my father with her. 
She would bitterly complain to my father that he was spoiling me, and they've had a couple of fights how he spent on me, even though they were a couple that barely fought. I always knew deep down that my mother and I could never, ever get along. Fast forward three or four years ago, my dad passed away from a liver disease brought on by either his hypertension or diabetes. I still mourn him till now and feel very empty without him. He was my best friend. He just took the wrong route in correcting me as a kid. I made a comment before he passed away about how my mother and I will never be able to coexist as we were vastly different people. He passed away shortly after and willed everything he owned into my name. He jointly shared everything with her, so I just took his part. Now, after the will is read, a probate is supposed to be filed, then we pay whatever tax we need to pay, and everything's in my name. We got the insurance shortly after we passed, and my mom promised to file the probate after we got it. She didn't. She also lied to a lot of family members that I spent my part of insurance when she took it, and left me a measly sum which I used for educational purposes. We also fought non-stop after he died because one thing I hate are lies against my name. To show you the type of person I'm living with right now, I once told her that I wanted to start the gym to lose weight, and she got angry and called me an expensive girl. I kept quiet and let her rant because that's how everyone else deals with her because she will not listen to you and create her own narrative in which she's always the victim. It seems me not retaliating made her want to get a reaction from me so bad that she said, I'll die, okay? I'll also die. You want me to die so I can stop nagging you. Dear reader, this was less than three months after my father passed away. You can imagine the shock on my face when she said that. That's just one instance where I've had to suffer because she's just a fuse waiting to blow up. Either December last year or January this year, I asked her why we hadn't filed the probate yet because I didn't feel comfortable signing under my father's name when we sold properties since he's passed. She threw a tantrum. She claimed I was trying to take properties from her and started to divide and tell me what I can and cannot take from her and what entirely belonged to her. I was in shock. She proceeded to call my cousin and tell her that my father didn't even leave the will in my name, but rather just said he left it to his daughter and that even if I put a claim, it can be refuted since it's not my name on it. My full government name is on that will and no one can claim anything from it except me. I was so shocked when I heard this because how can a biological mother think like this of her child? She said other things that were appalling that I cannot link here as it'll make an already long post long. She also said very disgusting things about my late father. Fast forward a couple of weeks later, we find out that there's some money that we can claim for my dad's old job. Color me surprised when they insisted we need the probate to go ahead with filing and processing to get the money. Reader, her attitude completely changed. Now she made it seem as if she always wanted the probate all along, and when we get the money she'd file for it. I asked them again, and they said we cannot get the money without the probate and that's when she realized she had to get the probate to access that money. So we started the process. For context, I tried to end things last year, and my friends came to save me in the nick of time. So our bickering has reduced because she realized that she'd lose her child, and then people will ask her what she did. So yesterday, she said we had to meet today for the letter that we were supposed to go to for, yes, last week, to mail for a family member. 
I told her that I had no money for transportation and had a paper tomorrow, so we should have gone for it last week. She flew into a rage and called me self-centered and all sorts of names I'm sure as I didn't listen to the rest of her rage, induced voice note. I hate being called certain names and mentioned certain things which delved into another type of conversation, which led me to reminding her how I'd always be beaten if I didn't pass my exams, and that made me examination anxious, and how I've never shown her my results since junior high school, as I didn't want to be punished or shouted on. This woman completely turned the entire thing around and said she and my father were horrible and wicked parents and the fact that they gave birth to me should have been enough for me to forgive all the atrocities committed against me. These are people who did things and left marks on my body so I could tell my friends they did it so my friends would see I'm a bad child and not want to be friends with me anymore. The conversation just annoyed me as it was as if I was speaking to a five-year-old. She said I disrespected her by saying what I said and continued to go on a tangent. The one thing that would calm her heart was an apology, and she got it from me, as I wanted it to end and I thought it was the end. Reader, tell me why I woke up to several messages and voice notes trying to gaslight and guilt trip me. She claims I said things I never said, and all you need to do is scroll up in our chat to see that she's lying. I pointed it out, and she said I'm disrespecting her by saying she shouldn't put words in my mouth. I told her it's enough, and she should stop attaching meanings to my words. She said I implied that they're horrible parents because they did things to me when I was a kid. Meanwhile, I had clarified earlier that you can be good to someone and still hurt them, and the fact that they were good to me does not negate whatever was done to me. They were good parents, but they still hurt me. I am thoroughly exhausted by this environment and living with someone who can only be the victim and not the villain. Oh, I forgot to mention that when I said stop attaching meanings to my words, she said I was ordering her. I just want us to finish filing this probate so that I can thoroughly speak my mind as my friends are equally tired on my behalf and wonder why not cut her off yet, but I still need to be under her roof and have nowhere to go. No one can live with her, but they expect me to be able to, because she's my mother. Although it doesn't sound like it's going to be easy, OP has to be laser focused on the plan at hand here, which is get that probate done, get the assets that you're entitled to, and as soon as you can and as soon as you can support yourself, ejection seat yourself out of that place. Leave that entitled parent far behind. This next story is... I was comforting my mom and she blamed everything she's ever done to me on my dad. So I, trans male 16, was in the mental hospital recently and a lot happened the week I was there. I tried to odose again and immediately when my mom found out she said how she should end things, she doesn't understand why I want to hurt her, which made me shut down and unable to cry. I mean, I understand people handle situations differently but it gets worse. At the hospital, we were waiting for me to be treated before I go to the mental hospital, and she started to try to fight with me, saying how I'm ungrateful, none of this would have happened if I'd talked to her, she doesn't understand why I want to hurt her, etc. I just looked down and didn't talk. She took my phone and tried to look through it, and tried to find out if I had anyone to talk to or friends. I put a lot of locks on my phone, not because I'm hiding anything bad, But because I write my emotional state in a lot of my writing apps, I draw what I feel on my drawing app and I post it. I don't tell her about any of this because last time she found out about how I felt, 
I was hurt and I was told I was lying. Another time I was forced to read the child named it and told this is abuse and I shouldn't be depressed. These and more kind of made me shut my parents out of my emotional state stuff. She got mad that I had locks and refused to open them, so she threw my phone back at me. The whole time she stayed at the hospital, she and I didn't talk again. Later that same night, I was taken to the mental hospital. I stayed two days there since technically I was Baker acted in the regular hospital too. My mom's girlfriend visited me because my mom was called into work. I opened up about everything I went through and how I felt and that I won't open up because my mom gets too emotional and will threaten to hurt herself and makes me feel uncomfortable. It's hard to explain but there's a lot more. And I said that my dad isn't emotionally available. You'll nod and ignore me so I deal with it alone. When I had friends, they would help a lot, but now I don't. I secretly am talking to two friends through different apps, but we rarely talk because it's so hard to. Next day, I was about to be released and I had to attend a family therapy meeting and I was told that they lost my dog. And then my mom acted completely different than she does at home, making me look crazy and a liar. I was released at home and I cried so much that my dog was gone. I just locked myself away from my mom. The next day, our second oldest dog died by age and I walked outside to feed her finding that. I won't lie, with all of that and my mental health declining, I just broke down and cried the hardest I've cried in years. That night I found my mom crying and I sat there holding her while she cried, saying how she's such a bad mom and she never mentioned to hurt me and that my dad caused her to hurt me. After helping her, I felt so confused and weird. Like, I understand my mother and father had a very abusive relationship. I firsthand saw it each time they pulled me in the middle of each thing. And my dad would scream at her and she'd hit on my dad. It was very toxic, and it changed them both for the worse each time I saw each argument. My dad screaming, calling her everything you can think of, and my mom hitting him, scratching him, etc. Both hurting each other, but that doesn't mean she's allowed to hurt me, right? Like, everything she did to me, everything that happened, she blamed my dad and how he hurt her. That doesn't feel right to me. How could my dad make my mom force me to babysit my siblings and clean the house, and walk back into the store, shopping, etc.? I don't understand, and it made me cry. Maybe it was his fault, maybe I'm just too young to understand. But still, I remember each and every hurtful thing she said to me, saying how she never wanted me, how I was a mistake, etc. How can my dad make her do that to me? I really need advice. I'm supposed to be getting a new therapist. The mental hospital gave me an address for one, but my mom hasn't taken me to them yet. I feel like I'll have to get my license, I'm getting it in the summer, and I'll have to drive myself there. She doesn't like her and I now have a different therapist. I won't lie, I am happy about it. Anyway, I'm just so confused now. And I feel like she's doing this again to make me sympathize with her and push my mental health away to help her with her own mental health and other stuff. So although it sounds like the mom is also in a very difficult situation putting up with what the husband does, that does not excuse her behavior towards OP in any way. And it's kind of sad and depressing to see her blame all of it on somebody else's actions towards them. It may influence them to act out in the ways they are, but that still doesn't mean that it's the first person's fault for them treating another person so badly. 
I definitely don't think it's a bad thing for OP to get their license and start immediately trying to become more independent. That's just the next logical step here, I think. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.